0: ESPN Wisconsin College Game Day on Wisconsin On Demand is brought to you by Canopy Wealth Management. Helping you achieve your financial goals with confidence. Canopy Wealth Management. Care, competence, clarity. It's not just a tagline, it's a promise. Go to canopy-wealth.com to get started today. Flash your W's. It's Game Day, Wisconsin. David Gilworth from the three. Point
1: Shocking! Strike though! Touchdown! Taylor
0: skips through an opening, and Taylor into the secondary! Jonathan Taylor, can he take it to distance? He can! Touchdown, Badger! Live from the best college football town in the world, this is ESPN Wisconsin College Game Day.
1: We are live from the best college sports town in the world, Madison, Wisconsin. We're live on Regent Street as we get you ready for number eighteen, Wisconsin
2: and Northwestern. <laughs> <laughs> I made Mertz laugh so hard his headset. Oh no! Good I think. For me. Or I think he's nervous. He said Northwestern and almost dropped him the head.
0: <laughs> that's, that's Monte
1: Ball. He's Adam of I'm Alex Strove. Apparently we had a quick connection issue, so we welcome you back to ESPN Wisconsin College Game Day across ESPN Wisconsin. We're live from Regent Street, downtown Madison, getting ready for number 18, Wisconsin and Northwestern. We're, we are brewed by Coors Light. Coors Light is mountain cold refreshment made to chill. Coors Light is brewed with a three-step cold process, cold lager, cold filter, and cold package so it's actually made to chill. The mountains on Coors Light's cold-activated bottles and cans even turn blue when chilled to perfection. Born in the Rocky Mountains of Colorado in 1978, Coors Light is refreshing, crisp, and only 102 calories. That's why Coors Light is the one I choose, and I need a moment of chill. So when you want to reset, reach for the beer that's literally made to chill. Celebrate responsibly. Coors Brewing Company, Golden, Colorado. Well, Monte, you mentioned it. Northwestern always tends to be a little competitive in the last eight battles between the Wildcats and the Batters. It's tied four to four. And even though Northwestern isn't quite to the Wisconsin level this year, they're still going to bring the competition. It's still going to be a gritty game. And these two teams gonna get after one another it's just what happens every
2: time they meet right every single time here's the deal if i'm if i'm the on the offensive side of the football as northwestern knowing that i'm going against arguably probably the best defense in the whole country you know as we stated most likely behind georgia but still i'm taking this personally i'm gonna be like i'm gonna see okay let's see how good we are let's see how good we are this is our opportunity to showcase the country and obviously myself if I'm the running back, like I know I'm playing against top linebackers in the country. I'm gonna plan harder, prepare harder, lift harder, condition harder this week, and come in and try to try to try to stick it to him. No doubt about it, Mercy. I
1: mean it's always competitive, but as Monte said, you wanna come out fast.
3: Yeah, you know, that's uh, that's been the trademark of these Northwestern losses this year, yeah. too, where they get buried early and uh, things just snowball on uh, them, right. not accepting last week's against Iowa when they kept it close throughout. So I think that is key. You want, uh, you want to crush a team's hope, as we were talking about hope, in a game like this. You want to put Northwestern down early and let them know that the day is over, more or less. So like, true. you can keep playing and it, you can make it look respectable, but you're not winning.
2: And that's the thing. You have to. Teams like this, I love that you said that. You have. Don't give them hope. You cannot give the Wildcats any hope. Don't let them hang around because that's what they want. They know if we, if they can just hang around, they can sneak a victory out. It's most likely not going to happen, but, again, these are those teams that you can't overlook. These are the teams you can't
1: overlook. We talked about Purdue a bit earlier as a team you can no longer overlook. You can't call those trap games when you're playing Purdue anymore. <laughs> the sentiment remains with Northwestern, though, and, again, I know they're not what they typically are this year, but – they always bring it against the Badgers. It seems I don't know what it is, but this is like one of those. One of those. I. I don't want to pin the world rivalry on it, but I think I gotta. I think this is one of those
2: rivalries that kind of just sneaks up on you every year. I feel like I feel like in the Big Ten, every team, like, meets and tries to figure out, all right, how are we going to destroy the Badgers? Not saying the Badgers are the best in the Big Ten, but just it seems like every best team. Best in the West, typically. A- absolutely. But it seems like every team just wants to gun for the Badgers. It's always a rivalry, as you stated. Northwestern, I'm telling you, on paper, not a really good team. Watching them, not the best team. But, again, for some reason, they play hard against the Badgers. Purdue plays hard against the Badgers, always. And I, I, these teams just want to beat the Badgers. And so it's gonna be exciting man.
3: Yeah, and you know, I think if you're getting to the X's and O's of it, it the, the Badgers typically don't have a ton of speed offensively. Yeah And that's what gets Northwestern in trouble on the defensive side of the ball They're when they're just going head-to-head and it's mano-a-mano type stuff. They, they can hold their own Yep, but they get lost in speed and so it's just a matchup that fits really well These two teams have been slugging it out. You're talking <laughs> about the dark days before. You know, I was here watching when like These teams look forward to each other because this was like their best chance at a win all year both teams Yeah, you know, that's that's what this rivalry was when I started watching college football And so to see what Barry Alvarez did here in 94 and what uh, Barnes did in Northwestern in 95 These teams coming from the cellar and going to the Rose Bowl,
2: and it's been competitive ever since. I Like that I like the these these two teams are, are Have been grinding They've been grinding, they're grinding, grinding. They're grinding. Obviously, Northwestern's record—they they fell short on many games, but it's still a grinding team. They they they're they're gritty. I love it. I love Big Ten football, baby. Badgers. Big in November. Ten football is gritty. It is. It, that,
1: that's the best word to
2: use to describe <laughs> it, right? Like, it is.
1: you just feel the grind every game yeah. no matter if it's rutgers <laughs> wisconsin or if it's ohio state michigan state like there is just a greediness to big 10 football that you don't see in the sec that you don't see in the acc that you don't see in the pac-12 no big Ten's the best conference of football easily am i biased maybe
2: but am i right <laughs> hell yeah i am <laughs> um, I, I can't disagree with you on that Big Ten football leather helmets mud you know, it doesn't matter. We're not trying to be pretty. We're not, no bells and whistles, all that jazz. We're here to play some football, baby. Yeah, Smash you know, mouth.
3: Yeah, as I was gonna say, there's a certain taste for it. <laughs> and I get for people who like fancy ball and, you know, a uh, little bit more open field, a little bit more, <laughs> yeah. you know, quote unquote, athletic. But um in terms of the, the, this, especially this time of year, Yeah I feel like it fits the condition so much, too. It's just kind of harsh outside, right. <laughs> games are harsh, guys are just slugging it out. out
2: there. <laughs> Oh My goodness these them. cold games man these cold games the biggest thing for me as a running back for these cold games Can ask man, about that Yeah, uh, it's 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 my fingers. It's my fingers yeah. man Because obviously defenders are taught put your face mask on the ball Yep. obviously your fingers are right there on the ball. So I'm uh. telling you man. Yes It does not feel good a face mask right on your knuckles Woo! It Stings, fellas. It stings. So hopefully there's been some extra prep for ball security. So how do you alleviate
1: that, right? I mean, what are you doing on the sidelines to make sure you're feeling all right? Your hands aren't too freezing. What's what's the process as a running back? Because we imagine Braylon Allen's going to see the ball. Yeah, I would guess somewhere between 18 22 times today. He's going to be the workhorse with this backfield moving forward. And the weather. Sorry to break it to you, ain't getting any nicer than it is today. Right. So. Uh- What's, what's the process as
2: a running back? It depends. It depends on, obviously, I'm not too familiar with Gary Brown's, um, um, how he gets the guys prepared for the sure. game, running backs coach. And so, but I know what we would do. Sometimes we would practice, we were told to practice without gloves, um, knowing it's going to be a cold weekend, because then we would wear gloves in the weekend and our hands would be warm and be already acclimated to the cold. So I do know that there has to be extra prep for running backs and ball security going into this week and I, and I truly hope that's what they did in practice
3: yeah you know Monte, how much of that is also exposure to the ball and yeah. how you're running um, I was just thinking about how Braylon is so, such a straight up guy and he's going to take some shots
2: that is one I'm so dude I, I, watching him I, the only negative I see is yeah he does stand straight up a lot. Um, he does a good job, too, of lowering his shoulders. But, again, when you stand straight up, the ball is exposed. Face mask right there on the football. That's where fumbles happen. So one trick that we we would always do going to New England, put latex gloves under. Good really? Gloves. Yeah. Yeah, latex gloves. Keep things from moving a little bit. Exactly. Yeah. Keep your hands warm, too. Uh, put Vaseline all over our body. Scuba suit over top in your pads and everything really there's some tricks for you right there i like it wow see this is stuff i didn't realize i (laughs) love that i didn't know it until wes welker it was was my rookie year and welker obviously being a former pat was like oh yeah dude no here's a vaseline he just slid it over to me in the locker room and i just lathered my whole body up in (laughs) vaseline they had an extra scuba diving suit i don't know why they had them (laughs) i I put one of those bad boys on and uh now (laughs) <laughs> I
3: gotta ask. Please tell me there's a picture. Uh, yeah, there, number
2: one, is there a picture? There is not a picture, unfortunately. That's too bad. Number two, is that the first time you'd ever worn a scuba suit? Hundred <laughs> yeah. uh, percent. And that was still the coldest game I've ever played in my life. Uh, in December, Broncos versus Patriots. Uh, freezing, dude. In in New England, and that those are some tricks right there. And hopefully, again, ball security is huge. You've got to win the turnover battle. These games, the ball tends to be on the ground a lot when it, when it's freezing. When those knuckles are cold. Well reminder
1: for me next time we do a broadcast in this cold weather which will be next week against nebraska <laughs> i will wear latex gloves under my normal gloves because that keeps you a little bit more agile
2: and warm Keeps huh? the heat in man it keeps the heat in huh. well,
3: yeah and, and we we're just getting asked about the new quarter zip espn's maybe can you put in a plug for scuba suits <laughs> yeah i'll, I'll, I'll
1: Yeah, I'll i <laughs> okay. do okay. <laughs> oh my goodness
2: oh, i know what we can wear for halloween next year then just our <laughs> scuba suits <laughs> How funny would that be what was it from big daddy scuba steve yeah. That's <laughs>
1: scuba mertz scuba monte on scuba Strofe. hanging out with you from regent street we'll do a deep dive a pillow window into the opponent we'll do it next the tspn wisconsin college game day
0: kickoff continues next you're listening to espn wisconsin college game day
1: up and around on Regent Street as we lead up to number 18, Wisconsin, and Northwestern. Oh boy, game number 10 of the regular season already. I'm Alex Stroh, alongside former Wisconsin running back Monte Ball, as well as our friend Adam Mertz, here with us live from Regent Street across ESPN Wisconsin. 94.5 ESPN in Milwaukee, 100.5 ESPN in Madison, and. Monte, we've asked you a lot about traditions, about being a player, about your recruiting trip. We've done that all season long. I don't know if I've yet asked you about the jump around, as we just did here at our tailgate on
2: Regent Street. That's the coolest tradition in college football. What was it like seeing it for the first time as a player? Yeah. um, So, obviously, yeah, going into my first game of the season, it was something I was looking forward to. Yeah. And uh, first first game of my career. I was really looking forward to it. And, man, I'm telling you, when it happened, it's extru- It's very surreal because it's just you're seeing so many people jump up and down at the same time. Right. I remember the older press box from what I've heard used to like shake pretty violently. I think too, or, or maybe subtle. I don't, I'm not sure. But long story short, it is a sight to see. Even if you're living in Florida, if you're a Gators fan, if you're a Clemson fan, in um, in. Over there on the East Coast, I mean, you got to come to Wisconsin and just check it out. Um, I had my friend here the uh, last two weeks ago, and his bucket list. He's never lived in Wisconsin, never been a Badgers fan, but his bucket list item, one of them was to experience the jump around. And he was almost in tears. Really? He was almost in tears looking at me afterwards and was like, dude, you have no idea. How amazing that was <laughs> thank you that's so. fantastic
1: And that was your buddy who came up from colorado yeah. right okay. uh
2: from, yeah exactly and so it, it's 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 remarkable man it's seeing everybody smile happy red cheering jumping around nothing like it nothing like it indeed as we
1: the party just keeps on rolling on here downtown madison it's time now to take
0: a pillow window into the opponent What do we know about this week's opponent? I'm a man! I'm 40! Let's get a window into the opponent. (laughs) Brought to you by Pella Windows and Doors of Wisconsin. Call Gina Della from Pella today at 855-Pella-WI or schedule an appointment online at PellaWI.com slash radio. PellaWI.com, 855-Pella-WI, free
1: consultation available, set it up with Pella Windows and Doors of Wisconsin. Time now to take a window into the opponent. Northwestern three and six on the season. As we've said a few times already today, this ain't the Northwestern you're used to as a Wisconsin fan, right? I mean, this is a team that can typically keep up with you, if not beat you. We mentioned the last eight games. This series is tied at four games apiece. But Northwestern ain't Northwestern of the past. Ryan Holinski is their quarterback. 53 uh, percent completion percentage on the year uh, exactly right three touchdowns i mean i mean they've got some other guys that have been in there right andrew marty the senior quarterback has seen some time as well he's got five touchdowns on the year uh and then they've got a third quarterback uh in hunter johnson all three of them have seen time this year what's the quarterback situation explain this to me
3: yes <laughs> so um I think we might see Marty out there today because the other two guys are really pure pocket passers. And um, their offensive line has not been solid other than Peter Skoransky, the left tackle who's a really good player He started as a freshman last year. So uh, Marty can move his feet. Mm -hmm. He's still a pocket passer He's not a dual threat quarterback, but he can actually make things happen if he gets flushed And obviously he's gonna get flushed a few times today. So I expect Andrew Marty back there. Yeah
2: it's, It's gonna be challenging for those for the quarterbacks, whoever it is, whoever it is It's gonna be very challenging and um I don't see the, that position being that much of a threat. Um, uh, to me, it's the running back, and again, I don't think it's a threat. Evan Hall, he's good, though. but he's good. Yeah. Aver- sophomore as well, well averaging yeah. six point two yards a carry on the season. That's that's that that's impressive. That yeah. is impressive. Um, so Hall uh, has been doing some really good things. A couple of long gains too. Yeah, he can break them. He can. He can, and he seems like he's a grinder too, man. That this kid, this kid will get 18, 19, 20 carries, and, and still. Is getting getting the great average, and so for me, that's the position that I'm really looking at right there on the offensive side of the ball. So let me ask you this:
1: uh, What do you know? What the longest run you ever had in college was?
2: Off against the top of your head? against Purdue,
1: seventy three yards. Seventy three. So Hull's got a ninety yarder this year. That's so impressive. He's he's, he's got your beat a
2: little bit. Yeah. Uh, but seventy three ain't too shabby. I can't say I've ever done <laughs> that. So uh. he, he's a guy who can take it. He can take it. He can take it hundred yards if he, if he's asked you ninety nine yards. And so I think it's that's the guy who. I really circled on that offensive side of the football, and I'll obviously wait to see what you guys think before we go to the other side of the ball for these Wildcats. Yeah, no,
1: I think I, I think the rushing attack is the plan A, right? And plan yeah. B would be to go to the air, but that's going to be tough to do when you've got Jack Sanborn in your face. Yeah. So, um, you know, I mean, clearly this defense, and this is something we've talked about a few times over the course of both today and the last few weeks, this defense just makes life so difficult for everybody. Like this defense is not going to give you any opportunities uh, very easily, right? I mean, you've really got to make the most of your opportunity. Michigan was the last team we've really seen do that.
3: Yeah, you know, I was was just going to touch on that, and teams are having success early on going deep against the Badgers and finding, whether it's miscommunications or athletic matchups that they're finding back there, that hasn't been the case lately. I think that still can be exploited on the back end, but when you're getting the kind of pass rush that the Badgers have had, and especially like we were talking about before, up the middle with Sanborn and that a and Benton uh, coming yeah. up the middle, it's really hard to give the time for those routes to develop. Yeah. Uh, so if, if you don't have a line like Northwestern, like I was saying, their line is just not very good. Um, they're not going to have as much time as you'd like for those deep hitters.
2: No, and I think when, when we talk about the Badgers defense, what they do is they squeeze all the oxygen. Out of out of offenses, meaning, you know, usually when you go into a game, you have about the offensive coordinator has 10 plays. Usually you have your set 10 plays. These are the 10 plays we're going to run no matter what, because obviously we're trying to gauge the defense, see what the defense is doing, what they're doing to certain sets. But if you're not getting any sort of progress or any sort of, 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 of gain in yards on those plays, you get you, you got no read you you got, got nothing. nothing, and that's what this defense does. They squeeze every bit of oxygen in room out of offenses, and it's impressive. To the defense, Chris Bergen yeah. has the most tackles in the nation this year. That's the guy right there. That is about it for that defense,
1: right? <laughs> I mean, they've, they've got some guys that can make plays, right? Like Adiba Warre, uh, one of their defensive linemen. Yes. He's got four-and-a-half sacks on the year. Um They can bring some rushing, or a nice rush attack, and they're going to have troubles with the rushing attack from Wisconsin's offense. But they've got some players back there. It's just so hard to compare a defense to the defense we get to see every week from Wisconsin. But they're solid, right? I mean, they're not not—they're not horrible. It's a Big Ten defense. exactly.
3: Yeah, they lost so much on the last year's team. Right. I look at the linebackers and Patty Fisher, yep. and I'm forgetting his uh, compadre back there now. But, I mean, those guys were four- or five-year players that had been groomed through and cycled through, which is what Northwestern needs to be competitive. I, the one guy that does jump out at me in the back end is Brandon Joseph. Yeah. Um, he's a ball hawk. He, he got to the Badgers last year, yeah. twice if I remember. Right, And um, he can make plays on the back end. So, again, Northwestern has guys. They have, they've got some athletic guys around. They just don't have enough of
2: them. They don't. They don't. And, again, Bergen is the guy. I circled him, watched him closely when I was watching this team. And, and, and that's the guy right there. But I think one thing that doesn't worry me too much about it is his size. Uh, listed around 215. That, that's, that's usually typically just not going to cut it. Um, against the offensive line that we have the size we have and obviously the size of our running back I mean running like he's Derek Henry same size as Derek Henry so you know <laughs> I, I, I don't see much of a problem um, I don't see much of a problem. I just
3: I saw <laughs> a stat this week that uh, Braylon's averaging four yards after contact.
2: That's impressive. That's uh,
3: crazy, crazy
1: impressive. numbers. almost
2: five in a, yards. In, a,
3: in the heart of a Big Ten season.
2: And,
1: and the, the, yeah. I, I can't understate it. And I know we overstate it, but I can't understate it. The dude's 17 years old. Like, <laughs> come on. like He's he's running through Big Ten defenses at 17. I like. I. I didn't know. I didn't know anything at seventeen. How was he running
2: over Big Ten defenses? I don't couldn't grow facial hair. Like, I, like, dude, I, he's I a totally, total freaking. Here's agent. the deal. I hope that he has a strong mentor, somebody. Obviously, I'm, I'm sure he's close with his parents or his family, whom, whomever. But I, but I truly hope he has some mentor. Somebody should just let him know, like, yeah? dude, if you stay on track. Let's not look too far into the future, but keep doing what you're doing like i hate this cliche but it's, the sky's the limit for this kid especially with this age his progression game to game and he doesn't even have that much film on himself yeah he doesn't have that much film on himself so imagine a full season of film that he gets to watch. That's where the development happens, the off-season of watching yourself and coming into your second year.
3: Uh, elaborate on that. I want to hear a little bit more about what you did to self-critique and where you picked up on, you know, either, either uh, tendencies yeah, yeah. that you were
2: showing. Yeah, the biggest part about it is watching film and stuff like that, you, it slows the game down for you. It really slows the game down for you, and that's the biggest takeaway from watching film, outside of obviously game prepping against a certain scheme, a certain, a certain defense. But for me, the off season I watched every single run that I had every single game and I also paid attention to the situations as well too. You, get, you really get to check out your own tendencies during certain situations, and you obviously use those to your advantage going into your second year.
3: Did you did you see anything on film, either opportunities that you were leaving out by yeah. a, a certain thing that you corrected or tells that you had yeah, yeah, that yeah. you were giving away to the defense? Yeah,
2: sometimes, you know, everybody, your perception is different with everybody. The offensive coordinator sees a few things, I see a few things. Uh, there were some things I wouldn't tell the offensive coordinator that I saw because I knew he wouldn't like if I would take the gamble. But nice. I would take the gamble, knowing that a D end is the end the defensive tackle is going to try to swim on the outside on certain situations. Long story short, those are some tendencies that you can snipe out watching
1: film. Oh, my goodness.
2: <laughs> well, okay, so I
1: remember growing up, I used to watch ESPN like they would have Somebody from their broadcast team sit down with a player and do film breakdown. Yeah. <laughs> What's it going to take for us to get a Monte Ball, Woo. Braylon Allen, sit down, film Ooh. breakdown? Oh, Ooh, can it. we produce that? Is I, would, that,
2: I oh. think I just came up with a great I idea. love it. Dude, I love watching running back film. I, I love watching it because running backs have to do it all. Obviously protect the football, catch the football, block, yeah. scan the defense, yeah. pre, pre-snap. Um, even scan the defense once the ball is snapped, understanding if the linebacker is man-to-man on you or if he's actually blitzing. Because a lot of the times, linebackers nowadays will sprint at the line just to make you freeze, even though it's man-to-man and he's not even blitzing. And then once you freeze, then the linebacker is told in just to blitz then. And so, I mean, there's so much you can see and watch pre-snap and right when the ball is snapped that obviously helps you, helps you uh, as the play develops and, and, and later on in the game these are the intricacies of
3: the game that you don't get when you're just watching on tv right. and you're taking things in as a fan and yep. i know I, I just love picking your brain about this Monte. i remember you talking it's as, it's it's as, um you know as minute yep. as knowing your offensive linemen and knowing their tendencies and knowing where they're going to be and knowing how they're going to roll if they get exactly. put into a certain situation yep. too exactly and you're reading all these things in you know a half second <laughs> yeah
2: and i think i think i i, I playing with russell wilson in college, and then playing with the Peyton Manning helped me out big time too. You're playing with these quarterbacks that are just amazing, just a, a, a top one percent when it comes with when it comes uh, with um, pre-snap reads, when it comes with obviously reads while the ball is snapped, and I think that I benefited extremely from that.
1: Fantastic stuff right there. Monte Ball, Adam Roots, I'm Alex Strofe. Just riding along as these two just give us the most intriguing conversation I've heard in a long time. Great stuff, fellas. Buy Pepsi, get points gear up. This year, Badgers fans will be able to drink Pepsi, watch football, and get cool gear. It's that simple. All you got to do is purchase specially marked Pepsi Wisconsin Badgers packages, scan the codes on said packages, and find out if you've won a $50 FansEdge.com gift card. It's that simple. Buy the co- buy the pack, scan the codes, find out if you've won a $50 gift card. Pepsi Zero Sugar. Same great flavor with Zero the Sugar, a proud partner of the Wisconsin Badgers. I see people using all these Pepsi Zero Sugars for their mixers here on Regent Street. It's a heck of a mixer with Pepsi Zero Sugar. We're going to go around the country next because there are some good games, there are some interesting games, and there's some not-so-good games you know, across the <laughs> landscape <laughs> of college football today. We'll, we'll run through a bunch of them next. It's ESPN Wisconsin College Game Day.
0: The countdown to kickoff continues next. You're listening to ESPN Wisconsin College Game Day.
1: We welcome you back to ESPN Wisconsin College Game Day. Across ESPN Wisconsin, Alex Shroff hanging out with Monte Ball and Adam Mertz live from Regent Street as we get you ready for number 18, Wisconsin, an unranked Northwestern this is such a good song. I can't even like I, I can't even ignore it. Higher Love by Whitney Houston getting played here on Regent Street. What a great song. I want to tell you about our friends at Carbon World Health. Carbon World Health sets itself apart from the typical run-of-the-mill gyms by offering a comprehensive approach to training that addresses all of your needs. Every single one. Health diet, fitness, hydration, vitamins, hormone optimization, recovery, and the list goes on. Hannah and on. Our methods are cre- proven to create sustainable transformational fitness and health gains. If you're worried about your health safety, Carbon World Health is medically supervised by our friend, the great Dr. Nestor Rodriguez, who's a board-certified physician and medical director who implemented the same safety standards as his hospital at carbon world health experience the difference by signing up for carbon world health six-week all-inclusive experience at an affordable cost for more information visit carbonworldhealth.com that's carbonworldhealth.com well monte time to dive into some to some game picks here Uh today as we go around the country and uh there's some good ones today right i mean you've yep. got number eight oklahoma taking on number 13 baylor Ugh. who fell a week ago you've got number 11 a- a&m taking on number 15 old miss you've got number six michigan taking on penn state who's fallen out of the ranking and then of course you've got number 19 purdue number four ohio state all really really good games this week like there's a. As, as things are, uh,
2: you know, continuing to heat up as we get deeper and deeper into the season, yep. it's like this statue just keeps getting better and better. It does, it does. And, and, and as Merch stated earlier, it, it's this November football, baby. Weather's colder in the Big Ten. This is where it's at. But obviously, when we talk about what's going around in the NCAA, as we talked about before, every game is is a toss-up i mean you're right <laughs> based on this season what was the stat uh the most unranked or the most ranked teams uh, nine a week or something like, like that
1: it's about seven or eight a week
2: every single week ranked teams are
1: losing that's unreal and, and i mean i just ran through the list But right? <laughs> you're gonna have at least three this week because you've got uh 3 yeah. matchups within the top 25.
2: yeah i mean it's, it's it's exciting football this year i don't understand why it's that way but all of these games, you you really can't just sit back and say. Unless if it's Georgia, you can't say, "Oh, they're going to win." Uh, right? With flying well, that's colors. the that's the one
1: team where you know, <laughs> yeah, they're going to go in and win. I You're, have no doubt about exactly. it. Exactly. But again, nothing's ever a given in college that's football. True. That's why we play the game. AM versus Alabama uh, earlier in the year. I right? mean, No Correct. one saw that happen. Oh yeah. <laughs> let's let's get into some of the games across the country. I mentioned number eight Oklahoma yep. at number thirteen Baylor today. The Sooners five and a half point favorites against the. Bears, Monte We'll start with you. Oklahoma, five and a half
2: points over Baylor. Who you got? I got Baylor. I got, I got. I got Baylor. Out to cover the off. points or to or to win. I got him to win. Wow. I got him to win because they're coming off that loss. You know, that's not a. It's it's it's. Uh, I, I, I like the coach. Obviously, Ooh, he was here. Off, huh? Obviously, he was here. Then he went to LSU. Now he's. Now he's a Baylor guy coming off a loss. I got, I got them. I got, them. I got, I got Ooh. Baylor.
3: I always like to see Dave Aranda have success because yeah. I thought he did a marvelous job with this kind of ushered in that three-four yeah. era. The best thing that Gary Anderson brought us was Dave Aranda. So true. Um, <laughs> but uh, you know, I saw an interesting thing this week. There's one guy who fell off the top 50 list on the Athletic of NFL prospects. One guy was Spencer Rattler. Uh, oh. Like, think about a guy who's just been forgotten and Oklahoma's yeah, yeah. really gotten itself together since then. So I, I like the Sooners in this one. Okay. I also like the Sooners, Mertzi. They've they've got
1: it all figured out all of a sudden at 9-0 on the year. A little early quarterback controversy. Iron that puppy out and they're back on track. I'll take the Sooners on the road today to cover against Baylor. I think they win by at least a touchdown. All right. 11 AM. They're 7-2 on the year. Facing a fellow 7-2 and team. Number 15 Ole Miss. A&M Two and a half point favorites on the road at Ole Miss today.
2: This might be a dog <laughs> game. That's all I'm saying. I want I'm Mercer to go first on this one. I want. I want to hear this. I want to hear this. Yeah, you
3: know, I don't have any great insight on this one, but I do like Ole Miss. I do too. I do like Ole Miss. I mean, A has been a great story this year, but Ole Miss at home. I uh, I will I will roll with the Rebels.
2: Oh, okay, okay. So I was gonna say AM, but but Ole Miss is at home. They are. Correct. And him at Ole Miss. Ole Miss. I got Ole Miss. Um, yep, I got Ole Miss. That that's easy decision for me. Yeah. Yeah, you know, I I I
1: really like Mississippi in this one. Uh, we know how good Sam Williams is at defensive end. He'll be likely a first round pick in the NFL. He can wreak some havoc against a uh, and A&M. a and has got some good backs right but i i, I like old or excuse me yeah i like old miss today uh as two and a half point dogs i don't only like him to cover i like him to win this one's a little bit fun and I I, I I the line a little bit confuses me but i'm intrigued to hear what you guys think number six michigan is obviously eight and one on the year They're one and a half point favorites at penn state today only favored by a point and a half after after a couple weeks ago that tough loss in state to michigan
2: state wolverines got it in them or you, you like the nittany lions i got Nittany lines oh playing playing there playing there's very tough playing there so 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 we got wolverines at penn state That's right correct. penn state playing there is not easy um it's it's not and, and and i think penn state again they 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 for some reason they haven't been clicking lately but I think I think they're going to get the Wolverines. Yeah,
3: you know, a a couple weeks ago when we had that Michigan Michigan State game to pick, I really thought Michigan was going to pull that one out. And uh, I've got you know guys who are Michigan fans who weren't happy with a couple of the calls in that game. (laughs) How that went. Um, And and I really I think on some level this is a different Michigan team, but. We're gonna find out a lot today. We are. We I are? think this is I think this is when we find out. It wasn't that game two weeks ago. That's a rivalry game. Michigan State great team this year, obviously. Penn State is one of those that's just underperformed since they came in here. I don't I don't get it. Um man, Happy Valley. Happy it's Valley. It's hard. I, I have a hard time picking against them in Happy Valley. <laughs> Penn State. Ooh, okay.
2: If it was at Michigan now, it's flying colors Michigan, I think it's I, 10, I 13 still think I game. like Michigan. But you guys are making me think about this. Happy now. Valley, man. That's 110, I think, right? Yeah, 110,000. 110, it's not an easy place. That's a lot of people. We lost my senior year there. Uh, granted, they, yes. they 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 were all seniors and they were they were penalized, so they couldn't play any bowl games or anything like that. Right. So it was that their was championship, their exactly. Yep. But yep. it's still not an easy place to play. And it's not very interesting. Uh, I'm going to take
1: Michigan. All right, but I, I like <laughs> I like the pick. Now I, I should note we picked three games. Monte's taking the underdog
2: in all three. So, uh, Montez is rolling he today. It today.
3: He's dogging it today.
2: I, I know, but these games are going to be cl- – these games are close. Yeah. I mean, you, you, yeah. you've, we've rattled off the spreads. and, and I, I, So, again, at the end of the day, it's a toss-up. It's right? the
1: one we've talked about the most today. That's not Wisconsin-Northwestern. That would be number 19, Purdue, at number 4, Ohio State. The Buckeyes are favored by three touchdowns. They're 21-point favorites <laughs> because we know how good Ohio State is. But Purdue's beat two top five teams this year already. I mean – it, it, uh, I'm not ready to I mean, pick here's, Purdue, I'll tell you that much.
2: Yeah, here's the deal. I got Buckeyes because uh, it's at, it's in Columbus, got Buckeyes in the horseshoe. But, goodness gracious, those Boilermakers always tend to find a way. I don't know how they do it, but I got Buckeyes. I got Buckeyes, come on.
3: I, I'm gonna I'm gonna take the Buckeyes here, and I know that they only eked past Nebraska last week. Yeah, uh, but yeah. I was I was not surprised by that. I thought Nebraska was going to give them a game, and they did. Um, and before Nebraska purged half of its coaching staff, <laughs> this week. interesting move that we should discuss <laughs> yes. at some point. Um, so they're gonna have half a coaching staff next week in Madison. That's a great move. Yeah. Um, that because that always helps. Ohio State I think comes out today. I think, I think they come out today and they roll. I think I think Ohio State covers in this one. I think they're out to make a statement today against Purdue.
1: That always helps, says Mertes. When
2: it comes to the Nebraska coaching staff, yeah, that always helps. You said twenty-one points. Twenty-one. Yeah, I'll take I'll take spread too. On that Buckeyes. Yeah,
1: I think Penn State covers. Yeah. They might lose by 17. Or Purdue, Purdue. Or, or Purdue, Purdue? excuse me. Yep, Purdue covers. Uh, they might lose by 17. Mm. But it's all Buckeyes today. I, I really have a hard time believing this team slips uh, the rest of the way. I, I think they're a shoe in for the college football playoff, which pains me to say because I do think it'll be Wisconsin, Ohio State in the Big Ten championship. And my goodness, would I love to see Bucky roll in that one.
2: But Ah, Ohio State's so good this year. But it's good. It's good, though, that Ohio State keeps playing better and winning because they're, they're most likely going to go off into the playoffs, right? Which it's is Wisconsin what is, Rose Bowl. Which is that, what is it, sugar and cotton this year? What, what, what are the uh, two? A great question. I don't two? know off the top of my head. Nope. I think it's, but it's not Rose. No, it's not Rose. So right. either way, right. if, if if Buckeyes yeah, get play Bucky yep. in, in Indianapolis, win or loss... Wisconsin's going to the Rose Was Bowl. There's an, an opportunity. There's an
3: opportunity, right. correct? I don't exactly. think it's
2: an opportunity,
1: Mercy. <laughs> I, I think Wisconsin's got a got a place in the Rose Bowl, and we're three weeks out of the right re- or without the regular season. You gotta win. Right. But nonetheless, right. I think uh, I think they'll get there. We'll dive a bit more into that as well as make our final picks for Northwestern number eighteen, Wisconsin. We'll wrap it up next from Regent Street. It's ESPN Wisconsin College Game Day.
0: The countdown to kickoff continues next. You're listening to ESPN Wisconsin College Game Day.
1: Wisconsin, we're live from Regent Street. Getting you set for number 18, Wisconsin taking on Northwestern. Alex Strofe alongside Adam Mertz and Monte Ball. We're just minutes away from the moment everybody's been waiting for as we will make our game picks. want to tell you about our friends at Cousin Subs. Do you want to watch the Packers play at Lambeau? this season into the cousin subs best seats in the house sweepstakes for your chance to win two tickets to a Packers game sign up at CousinSubs.com. subs.com cousin subs they believe in better Wisconsin is a 24 and a half point favorite against the Wildcats today which makes me just a little bit more nervous I think if they were favored by like nine and a half, I'd probably feel better than I do at 24 and a half, If that makes any sense at all, does it?
2: Or am I nuts? Uh, no, I kind of i kind of understand what you're talking about there. <laughs> I, I, I really do. I'm picking up what you're putting down, absolutely. Appreciate that. Yeah. <laughs> Mercy you think I'm an idiot? No,
3: I think that's usually when the trap door comes exactly. out under you. <laughs> right, <laughs> you exactly. Exactly. Like, I get it.
1: <laughs> exactly. Fair enough. So, uh, Wisconsin. Northwestern. There's a 24 and a half point spread. I'm not making you pick the spread. I want a winner,
2: a score prediction, and uh, how about an MVP? Oh. All right. Um, I've, I got I got Bucky, of course. Um, yep. got got the Badgers. So I got the winner there. Um, score. Okay. 24 and a half is is, is a lot. Um, I think it's going to be lower than that. Um. Hopefully, I'm not contradicting myself here, but yeah, I'm. I'm going I'm to say <laughs> Buckeye, and I'm going to say the score is going to be 21 to 21 to seven. To, uh, 20. Let me 24 to seven. Let me go 24 to seven. 24 to seven. Okay. Um, Braylon Allen.
0: MVP. Yeah, tough one. Tough Braylon one. Braylon tough Allen.
2: one. I so so, so, so I, I, I wanted to go first there because I knew.
3: What do I do? It, I'm do taking I, just the take, obvious do I just
2: take Leo Chanel and leave? you right, know right, right,
3: on. Alex out in the, <laughs> in the desert. Um, yeah, I, I think that this is a game where Wisconsin comes out, takes care of business today. It's going to be a grind. It's going to be a gritty game. I'm really excited to see what happens in the backfield. I'm really excited both to see what Braylon Allen can do as a featured back, but equally as much to see who's arising as number two. It's, Grover and Julius. Is this Julius? Is this, yeah, is this Julius? Is this Grover? <laughs> Grover. Uh, you know, We're but, talking Caesar and Cleveland, by the way. Uh, yeah, yeah? yeah. Julius Caesar <laughs> Grover Cleveland, yes. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> um, so I would say that my, my score today, I'm going to pick a 27-6. to Okay. six like that. Okay. I don't think the Badgers are going to put up a ton of points in this game. I think they're just going to kind of grind it out. Yeah. Um, if I'm looking for an MVP, great question. Um, I won't pick Leo Chanel. That's too easy. I like it. I like it. I'll, I'll, I'll pick. Uh, I'll pick Nick Kirby. There we go. I think Nick Herbig Herbig can do some damage off the edge against uh, this Northwestern offensive line.
1: I'm a big Nick Herbig fan. I love that pick. The Braylon Allen pick is is what they call low-hanging fruit in the business, Montag. I I Uh, took it. I took it. (laughs) Hey, man. Sometimes you got to. Take what I can get, man. Sometimes you got (laughs) to. It was right there. Hey, so we're going to go on a clean sweep today. I'll also take Wisconsin to win at home today over Northwestern. Mercy just said something that stuck out to me. I don't think Wisconsin's going to score a lot of points. Well, Mertz, I do. Uh-oh. 38-6, to Wisconsin rolls over Northwestern Woo. today. Graham Mertz, three touchdown passes for the second week in a row. He gets my MVP trophy. I like as it. As I think the quarterback... Finally finds that groove and takes that step we've been waiting for. Puts together back to back nice games in conference play. Yep. I've got faith in number five. <laughs> I've got faith in Bucky to roll again today. So number five number
3: f- is your pick to click in this game. Ooh. Is that what you're saying? Number five, you is, number saying? five. Number five is your MVP yes. of this game. So both number fives. Just stick with number yeah, five. Yeah, number part.
1: five, Graham Mertz and Leo Chanel. All guys. right. Yeah. Uh, I've got I've got a lot of faith in Graham Mertz, though. Right. Um, uh, and maybe I shouldn't, right? He hasn't proven to be the most consistent quarterback we've ever seen in the uh, world of college football. Right. But I think today's the day finally pieces together back-to-back solid performances that we can go home with and say, hey, maybe he has taken a step this year. That's what I'm looking for. I think Graham Mertz gets it done big
2: offensively, and the Badgers score big time again today. It's possible. Thank you. It's most definitely possible. And then I think at the end of the day, too, when this all is said and done, um, a lot of respect for Northwestern, really. You're coming into a hostile environment. You, you are the big-time underdog. You're, you're No one on the planet thinks you're going to win, and it's most likely not going to happen. But at the end of the day, we got a lot of respect for the Wildcats and, and, and what Fitzgerald's doing with that program absolutely yeah pat fitzgerald an incredible coach has been rumored
1: maybe he should have left for the nfl after last year because it's been a rough one again this year (laughs) now three and six but it'll all be all right they'll they'll figure it out eventually they will just
2: not today it won't be today it will it will not be today. it will not be against Bucky.
3: no he has the luxury of doing that at that school they don't expect it every year you know you give them give them some candy every three four (laughs) years and uh they're happy the alumni and the students are happy i will say you know like this time of year, and I mentioned it right up the top about how this is the month of the Badger man. Yeah, Paul Christ has owned November since he's been here. Yeah, it's fifteen and four. He's gone. He swept the month. I think it was three times out of those six. And I think they have a really good, obviously, chance to run it, run the table again in November this year. And, and this is when you want to be hitting your stride. So you know, how, how much better can you get than that?
1: We'll find out. We're just a few minutes away. Northwestern, number 18, Wisconsin, right up the road at Camp Randall Stadium. A big thanks to DJ Stanek and Molly Brown running the show across ESPN Wisconsin. From Monte Ball, Adam Ertz, I'm Alex Strofe. We'll see you immediately after the
0: game from Monkey Shines in Pittsburgh. This has been ESPN Wisconsin College Game Day.